Welcome to The Art of Practice, a podcast dedicated to ideas that create mastery in your life so that you have better health, happiness, and peace. My name is Sue Padgett, and for the past 20-ish years, I've been obsessed with the concept of doing small, daily rituals to help me feel aligned in all aspects of health, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. And that's what this podcast is about taking different areas of our life and looking at ways that an attitude of practice can support and enhance them. Ready to get started? Welcome to the Art of Practice. Hello, welcome. In this episode, we're going to talk about the practice of affirmations. This is such a big topic for me because as I reflect on it, it's something that is actually forms a foundation of pretty much every practice that I do. Just to go to the very, very, very beginning, if you haven't heard of what affirmations are, affirmations are statements said from your personal point of view with a positive slant and as though they have already happened. I'll get to some examples of those right now, but it just soon, but it's just important that you know what I'm talking about when I even say affirmations. So with affirmations, every single practice that we do, whether it's practicing yoga, practicing piano, practicing kindness, journal practicing, begins with a thought. When I do my yoga practice, I have a choice in my thinking. I can think, oh my God, this is going to be, I'm so exhausted. I don't feel like rolling out my mat. I'm not in the mood for this. This is going to be hard. I don't have the time. And I can automatically create all these ideas in my head before I even get to the point of rolling out my mat. Or I can think in a different way. I can use the power of affirmations to affirm practice is great. I love my practice. When I practice yoga, I always feel wonderful. Practice is one of my pride and joys. This practice is making me feel incredible. You can just automatically see the difference that happens in your mind when you're coming from this place of positivity. The thing is, is that for me, at least, I have had to work pretty darn hard in changing my mindset from being the one that is making all kinds of drama for myself about why my yoga practice would probably be better off skipped for the day versus the one that is thinking how great yoga makes me feel and why it's so important for me to get on the mat and how it's going to be a good thing. I really have had to learn how to shift my thinking so that I go in a positive direction. Uh, But the benefits are that it feels better something we often don't realize, the mountain that we create for ourselves in just our thoughts alone. And while it's important to consider all sides of a situation, it's, um, you know, there's certainly times where we need to really consider the negative sides of something, but we often leave the positive sides completely out of the picture. And my feeling is that this probably is something that's kind of in our DNA 
or it's passed along generationally where based on, you know, whoever, whatever our backgrounds are, we kind of are always looking for the worst case scenario because the worst case scenario, not doing that, um, would often get us killed. And so when we are always primed to look out for danger, to look out for threat, we're probably going to find it. Whereas if we also widen our focus and think about what are the good things that can happen, what are the possibilities, it allows us to go into those directions as well. So for me, the concept of practicing affirmations has been so important in my life in being able to not only keep up with my practices, but what I find is that when I am coming from a, pa- a place of positivity and possibility, I make much better decisions. I'm not basing my decisions on fear or on problems. I'm basing my decisions on possibility, on options, on best outcomes. When I am doing my affirmations, I also have to kind of walk my talk. You find that with enough time, your mind starts actually, when you can finally start believing the things that you're saying in a positive way, you start seeing them. You start seeing the opportunities that come about when you are looking for the best in a situation. And from there, you can behave accordingly. So in addition to forming a really important foundation for all of my practices so that I have the mindset to be able to do these practices so that I can overcome lack of motivation or lack of interest or any um, any discipline, you know, not feeling disciplined enough to just stick with a plan of practice, I noticed that my whole life has shifted by thinking in a better way. Possibilities that happen for me now, I could never imagine in the 10 or 15 years before I started um, practicing affirmations. You know, I live an incredible life. I have beautiful people around me. There's opportunities that are happening for me all the time. I just am surrounded by wonderful people and by um, exquisite beauty and just, I could go on and on. And these are all affirmations in themselves, but my affirmations have become my reality because I go in the direction of my beliefs. As I was saying before, this is not how I've always operated in my life. And in fact, before I discovered the power of affirmations, I also used to kind of pride myself on thinking from a negative point of view, from a critical and analytical um, point of view. I, I found often in my work in television producing that being, you know, having a good analytical mind and a good critical mind was a good way to, you know, identify problems that could happen identify worst case scenarios. But it never occurred to me that that kind of attitude also attracts worst case scenarios, also attracts problems, also attracts the wrong type of people because you're looking for it. That's what you're seeking. 
in looking for and training my mind to be in a positive state, to expect the best, to know that everything is always working out great for me, which is one of my favorite affirmations of all time. I'm seeking the best. I'm looking for the good outcome. I'm gravitating towards the great people and the great opportunities. So my behavior has no choice with enough practice to work in accordance to my mindset. One thing I want to say is that when I was first learning about affirmations, it was kind of during the time of The Secret. And if you're not familiar with The Secret, it was this major um, phenomenon of a book and a movie about the law of attraction, this idea that whatever you think about, you're going to attract. I'm not an expert of the law of attraction, so I just, I'm not sure how I entirely feel about that. But the idea that came from the secret was that if you did affirmations, you could attract, you know, if you want a certain type of car, you would attract that car. If you want a million dollars, you attract a million dollars with enough you know, repetition of affirmation or making a vision board, which I lo- is another practice I love and I'll talk about another time. But just the idea that just by stating something, it would come to you. And at first, when I started doing these affirmations, I kind of latched on to that materialistic way of um, affirmations and almost trying to, you know, dare it to work. So I would think like, Oh, I want, when we were living in Sydney and we had um, a, a car, a, a big station wagon, this big white station wagon, and we had brought it down. We were living in a, um, a smaller town before moving to the big city of Sydney. And that car was fine in the smaller town, but in Sydney, where there's traffic, where it's hard to find parking, where the streets are all pretty small, this car was a nightmare for me. It was so difficult to drive. I'd bang it up because I would always be, you know, bumping into um, pill, uh, into columns and parking structures, and I just couldn't stand this car. So I started to play around with the idea of affirming that I have a really super cool feel like it was a type of Mazda at the time. It was so cute. I can't remember the type, but it was like a two-seater, um, convertible, sporty little Mazda. And I just affirmed, I have this red Mazda and I'm so cool driving it and I just love zipping around in it. And that Mazda never came. And what did come eventually, not long, you know, maybe after a year or so, of working on this um, affirmation. What did come was a really cool little um, black Toyota Corolla 2008. That's, oh my gosh, that's how long I've been doing affirmations for. That came to us. The thing was, the red um, little zippy little convertible that I was affirming that I had and working affirmations for and trying to secret it to happen was completely impractical for my life. We had three teenagers, so it was the five of us, which would not fit in that car. I actually didn't drive that much anyways. Driving is not one of my passions at all. I much rather have a taxi or an Uber or be the passenger in a car or take public transport. 
which I was always doing in Sydney. I was also working from home, so I really didn't need to have a wheels anyways. We were completely happy sharing a, a vehicle. But I really think that with an affirmation, you have to really, on one hand, create one that you believe, that is believable to you, and also affirm in your mind that that affirmation is going to happen for the highest good of all involved. It might come out as something that is different looking, but the feeling of it is the same. So this month, when this episode is um, airing in um, September for the October issue, October 23 issue of the Nimbin Good Times, I've written a column about affirmations. And I was finding it really difficult to write this column. For one thing, a lot of writing assignments have fallen onto my desk right now. They're all great, but they just require me to really bang out a lot of words. And with this column, this idea of affirmations, I just have so much to say about this topic that the idea of it, it wasn't coming easy to me to just be able to download from my mind onto the computer what I wanted to say about this topic, this practice of affirmations. And I was feeling so stuck. And then the due date of the column, which is today, came upon me. And I was just thinking, this is so hard. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Writing is so hard. I was just feeling so overwhelmed with all the words that I had to write for not only this column, but for everything. And I stopped for a moment. And I looked at the thoughts I was thinking. In a way, I was doing affirmations gone haywire. I was saying all these negative things in my mind that weren't even necessarily true. I was saying how writing is so hard and this isn't coming easy and how difficult this was. When in reality, I'm a professional writer. I know regardless of what my mind is doing, I'm very, very firm on deadlines and would get this thing done. Even if I have to drag my feet over the finish line, it would happen. Also, writing is not difficult for me. Writing is very easy for me. I just, with practice, I've learned to channel my thoughts onto a screen, onto my laptop. So I know how to make life easy for myself when I'm writing. So I just stopped for a moment and I just looked at the the thoughts I was telling myself, these negative affirmations, and I asked myself, is this true? Is this really hard? Is this really difficult for me to come up with an idea? And I realized right then and there, I had my column. I was living an example of what happens when you don't train your mind to be positive. When you don't train your mind to see the possibilities that are there. And from there, the column practically wrote itself. Now, I've had a lot of practice with affirmations. As I said, it's going back to 2008. So, you know, that's that's decade. It's practically, practically, you know, a decade and a half of working on affirmations. So I was able to notice my thoughts, noticing the way kind of my mind naturally from whether it's DNA or from a lot more years than the amount of years I've been practicing of 
you know, kind of having my mind going for um, the more negative side of things, I was able to take a pause, take a breath and notice exactly what my mind was doing and noticing that it was actually putting out disempowering thoughts that was keeping me stuck at my computer. So I've had enough practice to be able to get to that point, but that's the power of practice. The power of practice actually gets you to a point where you can have some control over your mind, over the thoughts that you think. When you think better thoughts, you behave better. The actions that you take are better informed. The decisions you make are better informed. And the outcomes are simply better. Life gets better when you think better. But the first thing you have to do is start. So I want to give you three ideas of ways that you can start practicing the art of affirmations. The first thing to say is that if you are completely unfamiliar with affirmations, I suggest going to the source of the kind of the person that really started this conversation about the idea of affirmations, and that's Louise Hay. Louise Hay passed away probably about five years ago, I would say, but she's left, she's left a huge legacy of the power of affirmations, the use of affirmations in, in a way that the belief is that using affirmations can actually heal us. Are meant the way we think can actually have a profound healing effect on the body. So what I suggest doing is go to YouTube and just Google Louise Hay affirmations. She's got this one bit of affirmations. I think it's 101 affirmations on YouTube. That is just a loop of just all these different affirmations on all areas of life, whether it is Um, health, finances, uh, opportunities, well-being, on and on. And it will just show you the language of affirmations. And over the years, whenever I just feel like I need a little boost, because this practice is a lifelong thing, obviously life has its challenges and it's, a you know, we have so many Um, situations that happen in our life that we have to respond to. Whenever I am in a period of growth and learning about some aspect of my life, I turn to, you know, some of Louise's affirmations and just kind of listen to them maybe when, you know, first thing in the morning when I'm waking up or, um, you know, through the day, just when I need a boost. It's like almost like, you know, a a mental version of a cup of coffee, just something that just gets you in the mindset. But they, Louise Hay will give you a really great example of what affirmations are. And one thing to notice is that if when you're listening to these types of affirmations and you have a, notice your reaction to them. Do you think they're stupid? Do you think that they're silly or trite or Pollyanna type thinking? Just notice what comes up for you because that's the kind of attitude that I had at the beginning. And a lot of times when I explain about affirmations, it does feel a little bit like hippy dippy doo. And, you know, it, it just seems almost too good to be true that the idea of 
thinking in a certain way, in a more positive way, actually has a tangible effects. So I think it's really important to notice your attitude and you don't have to judge it or anything. Just notice where you sit, where your belief system is with affirmations when you're hearing them. And that just might show you, just just use that as a point of curiosity, of interest. You know, what about it is do you not agree with? Or what about it, you know, triggers you? What about it doesn't make sense to you, Does you can't believe. Those are really good points of inquiry to just think about. What I suggest also is just stick with it. And what I tend to do is in those early days is with affirmations, once I realized that affirming that I had this um, red um, fancy schmancy convertible car around, once I kind of realized that that wasn't creating affirmations that I actually believed in. Once I learned and to start creating affirmations that were relatively accessible for my mind to wrap around the possibility of, that's when things started to change for me. So sometimes with the language of affirmations, you might need to change it in a way that feels believable for you. But once you start doing that, kind of getting a connection between the head and the heart, so some the affirmation doesn't seem so far out, you're on your way. So with all that said, here is the first thing that I suggest if you want to get on board this affirmation train and see what this practice can do for your life. I suggest picking, pick a practice topic. Pick one aspect of your life that you want to improve. So you can go with um, one of the five areas of health that I talk about. The Would you like to improve something with your mental health, with your physical health, with your emotional health, with your financial health, or your spiritual health? What in your life is one thing that's on your mind that you'd really like to fix? So lock that idea into your mind right now. The example that I'll use is with this writing assignment for the Nimbin Good Times. I needed to fix my mindset, my writing mindset. I needed to look at my creativity in a whole new, more empowering way, or else I wasn't going to get this column done. So I picked the topic of my creativity mindset, my writing mindset. For you, perhaps it's your money mindset. We spoke about money on the last episode. I really highly recommend you listen to that because money affirmations are super important for creating um, a wealthy life. Maybe it's your health. Maybe you want to get really super fit. In Australia, we're about to go into bikini season. So what would you like to do to feel empowered and good in your body? Or perhaps it's in your relationships. What is the status of your friendships, of your romantic life? How would you like to improve that? So just think of one thing, one area of your life where you would like to put some focus and some energy on. And from there, you want to just, that that leads to the next thing to do, the next part of this practice. So you've got your topic and that is to create one affirmation that is reflective of this topic. So for me, that for me with my writing challenge, 
what I needed to do was just create some affirmations that really empowered my creativity, my writing. So for me, those affirmations were, writing is easy, I've got this, I'm a great writer, creativity comes easy to me, this column is very easy for me to write, I'm a professional writer and I get my writing done in a great way, I have so much fun writing. You know, I could go on and on with all of the more empowering thoughts, the affirmations for my writing. There's a few um, a few guidelines for writing an affirmation. Well, I'll say four. The first one is keep it super simple. Just write. If you're beginning with affirmation, just keep it real simple, okay? It doesn't have to be a big, long sentence. Small is great. The first thing is you want to write it from your personal point of view. So I, I or my is the way to go. So I am a great writer. Writing comes very easily to me. My writing is really easy. My writing flows with ease. Uh, my column gets done super easy, etc., etc. So my, I, me, something like that. The second guideline or the third guideline, if we have keeping it simple, making it personal, third one is positive. You want to use really positive language that is, you know, just declaring it. So I am beautiful. I am rich. I am happy. I am always in the right place at the right time. Everything is always working out great for me. All uplifting, positive, high vibe statements, right? And the fourth guideline for creating an affirmation is it needs to be said as if it's happened. It, the deed is done. It is written. So for me, with my writing um, affirmations, it was like, I am creative. This column is easy. Writing comes to me naturally. It's just a declaration. It's happened now. It's not, um, my writing is going to come to me easy or I'm going to be able to complete this column in no time. No, it is, I've written this column and it was super fun to write. I love writing this column. Uh, you know, it's just happening now. I've written this column and it was. it is fantastic. Something like that. So keeping it simple, writing it from your point of view, writing it in a positive, uplifting way with language that really you can relate to, and then also acting as if it's happened. It's got to be done in your mind, done and dusted. Those are kind of the, the four guidelines for creating an affirmation. Now, um, the one thing to mention, one practice that I began with with affirmations, because I really had to almost teach myself how to learn this language, how to understand it. I would just take the one statement that you create from the topic that you want to work on and just write it in a journal 10 times. Make that your daily practice. Write that statement down 10 times. It might kind of seem like back to the school days when we had chalkboards and when you got in trouble and you had to write on the chalkboard 100 times, you know, I will not tug this girl's braids in class anymore over and over and over again. I don't know if that happens anymore, but that kind of is an example that stands out to me of kind of um, a, a twisted way of writing an affirmation. But it, it, the power of writing, of using your mind 
and to physically channel that thought from your fingertips onto a piece of paper has some type of power. You're thinking it, you're seeing it, you're physically writing it, and just writing it down 10 times every single day. What I used to do is I would write the affirmation and I would write it down with a different colored pen or I would write it down with the 10 times and capitalize a different word with each sentence. You know, I would just try to look at each sentence and really embed it into my brain, into my consciousness, so that I would just kind of think about it through the day. So that is a really, I know it sounds so basic and so simple, but the thing is, if you're curious about starting a journaling practice, it's kind of two practices in one, the practice of affirmations and the practice of journaling. It's very, very simple, but I feel like this is a really good place to start of just writing it down. Of course, when you get more proficient at this practice, you can write down a bunch of affirmations and just play the game of just seeing how many affirmations on this topic can you come up with. I really love in my affirmation practice, just free writing all my affirmations on all the aspects of life. When I'm really stuck for a journal topic and I really don't have much to say, I'll just automatically go into my affirmations, whether it's affirmations for how I love to travel or affirmations of the kind of friendships that I have or affirmations for the types of projects that I'm working on or affirmations for the for my physical body. So all of these affirmations after a while, and you have to give it time after a while, they just start becoming part of your thought process. They become easier and easier. But first things first, you train the mind to start going in the direction. And also don't be surprised if writing these basic affirmations down feels quite complicated. You might look at the affirmation you've created and maybe you kind of don't believe it. Maybe it seems like super far-fetched and not even possible for you. What I suggest is if it feels super out of the realm, maybe rewrite it in a way that you can at least somewhat, if somewhat feels tangible. So for me, if I could have gone back to my original affirmations when I was looking for that hot new car, I would have just said, you know, I have a great car that I feel so comfortable driving in that is really cool and makes me feel great. You know, that is something that I think I could latch on to better than I'm driving around this sexy red um, car that only sits, you know, me and my husband, Dale, you know, even though we've got three teenagers that need to be transported everywhere. You know, my mind would be going in a direction that I don't really believe this. So it's really important to have, uh, to not stretch the element of belief too much. Keep it so it's believable It's okay to stretch your imagination a little bit. And sometimes even just being thus slightly positive might stretch an imagination. But just keep it simple. And um, writing it down is a really great way of kind of overcoming the boundaries that we put on ourselves when we're not used to this language. And that leads me to my next um, tip for practicing affirmations. And that's just to give it time. 
This really is like learning a whole new language. Your mind is just not used when it hasn't been checked for thinking more positive. It's just not used to going in this direction. It gets completely discombobulated. It takes a lot of time to automatically start thinking these thoughts. So that, And it doesn't mean that the negative thoughts go away, but it just means that we have a checks and balance system going on in our mind where we can say, okay, I've heard the negative point of view. Now what's a positive point of view? Sometimes the positive point of view might override and you're like, hey, I kind of just need to know. Are there any things I need to know so I go in this fully informed you know, so it just takes time to learn this language, to get so familiar with the concept of affirmations that you're in the point like I was last night when I was writing the column of being able to stop myself from negative thinking and go, ooh, I'm negative thinking here. Uh, what am, what's the real story that I can tell myself right now? What are affirmations that I can do that will really shift my f- thinking. And then, of course, once you shift your thinking, the possibilities come. Things change. But it's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight, um, it's not a band-aid. It's not an overnight um, shift. It's just a matter of just allowing yourself to start learning, to just getting on board the practice. And it's also not, there's no end to this practice. Our challenges in life come, or if I was being uh, speaking in affirmations, and again, that's this an example of me in real time right now, just looking at the thoughts, the words I'm saying, and knowing there's a better way to say it. The opportunities that come, you know, life happens for us, not to us. So when I look at the things that happen in a life, whether it is, you know, loved ones passing away, things changing that um, are come out of, um, out of the blue. Those will be opportunities for new affirmations to be created and so that I can see the possibilities and the um, opportunities and a way to move through those opportunities, those challenges that we have in life that are part of the game of life so that I can move through those in a healthy and aligned way. And one thing that I said in the column is that in this game of life, you know, we kind of can approach it from an athlete's point of view. How we train our mind just determines of our success on the field. So creating this very, very fit mindset will determine on how we get through this game of life. I so believe that affirmations impact every aspect of my life from my creative life to growing older. And I just think that without having affirmations as a basic part of my overall practices, oy, I don't even know if I would have practices. Affirmations are everything. So I hope this encourages you to right now Think about how you can bring the power of affirmations into your life. What is one topic, one area of your life that you would like to focus on, that you would like to improve upon, and then create an affirmation from there and see what happens. 
more than anything, anything, enjoy this ride of affirmations. It makes life incredible. Thank you for listening to The Art of Practice. If you'd like to check out my monthly column in the Nimbin Good Times, have a look at their archives at thenimbingoodtimes.com or get a real copy every month all over the Northern Rivers area of New South Wales in Australia. If you'd like to do yoga, writing, and other self-care practices with me, consider staying at our glamping retreat in the rainforest through Hip Camp. Visit our Instagram at the Rainforest Farm for more details, and you can also shoot me a direct message there. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking with you next time.